Hey folks, welcome to the National Prayer Breakfast. Uh, today, uh, on this, this uh, gloomy Tuesday, we are joined uh, by uh, our friend Carl Forehand. Say hello, Carl. Hello, Carl. <laughs> uh, Carl. Hello, Carl. <laughs> yes. Carl, uh, I've known Carl for many years. Uh, we go way back. I'm, I'm friends with his son. Uh, who lives in Taiwan, who also hosts a wonderful podcast called The Free China Post. Uh, and he also, he does uh, some kick-ass uh, journalism, just uh, independent journalism. And it's it's good, good shit. You, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, you, you should check them out for sure. His name's JD Forehand. Uh, Free China Post on, uh, on, on Instagram. And, and, Most and of it is about the United States politics. Yes, yes. Most of the time. He lives he lives in Taiwan, but he's an American and he has a thing or two to say about how things are going over here. Yeah. But he doesn't face the consequences like we do. Yeah. Uh, and make no mistake, we face consequences right now. Yeah. Um but anyway, how have you been? I've been doing pretty good. You forgot to mention your dad is sometimes my dentist. Uh Whoa! You just outed me as a oh. dentist's son. They they think these people <clears throat> they are under the impression that I just came from nowhere, <laughs> that I was spawned out of a cauldron. I have all the secrets. No, my dad. All right, I gotta address this because we. My here's what's happening right now. the The laziness of of me is outweighing the desire to uh, uh, make myself likable. Because I don't want you guys to know that uh, my dad's a dentist for obvious reasons. Uh, but I d not enough to actually edit an episode. Um, I need some of those benefits. Damn. Well, see, here's the here's the deal. Fix my my dad, mouth. Come my dad's, on. My dad's a dentist, but he hates me. <laughs> uh, he's, I mean, he's a good guy, but he just he thinks that like if he gives me money, I'll blow it, and I don't know why he would think that, but but uh, yeah, he's not been uh, he's not been real loose with the old pocketbook ever, um, and I have my you know uh, my own opinions about that. I think that uh, uh, my mom is really the one to blame. I think my dad is like more of a, like, I'll pay you so you stop bitching type. Uh, whereas my mom is a little bit, uh, she has her own ideas uh, yeah. what to spend the money on, wow. uh, such as sectional couches that she has a designer brought in to do, and they cost $10,000, and they don't even fucking work as a couch. They fucked up a couch, a sectional couch. You sit on that motherfucker, you just slide down it. Like, you slide off. It's pointless. That cost more... That was... That, that could have been my fucking tuition, Mom. So this is part of his therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I anyway. think my favorite thing, though, the reason why we, like, I knew you were the one was because, like, we were talking one day, and I was like, yeah, I just got to go pick up sticks. And you were like, oh, wait, you picked up sticks? And I was like, wait, your dad also made you just pick up random you, twigs in the so yard? We actually have a dad right here. <laughs> uh, did you get joy out of making JD do physical labor in the yard? I, well, what I got most of is frustration. I <laughs> call it the broken leg syndrome. When uh -huh. I ask him to do anything... His legs got wobbly. Yeah. He would faint. 
feign near death <laughs> when, when I would ask him to do anything. But everyone else said he, he was a great worker. He worked good for them. Right. But never for me. <laughs> That's hilarious. We had a lot of met, messed up ideas, I think, raising kids, you know. Sure. And it was in uh, purity culture and a lot of things like that. But we we thought, you know, we can discipline them. We can break them out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them, and it, it never really worked. They were mainly just watching what we did. So we mm-hmm. see cases of it not working all over the place. <laughs> What's more disturbing is when it did work. Have you ever met a kid that still... That was broken by it? Well, I think it's healthy. And this is... I'm judging from the other side. I've never had children. But I don't think it's healthy to agree with your parents on everything. For It just doesn't make any sense. I went, I went to a real um, conservative um, evangelical type of junior high. It was a private Christian school uh-huh. and all of that. So they were real into that. I went back and visited some kids that were in my junior high classes right. years later. And it was um, beyond sad Yeah, wow. where they were. They they were just kind of broken. Yeah. The ones that stayed, the ones that, <clears throat> yeah. that didn't move on from that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We don't have to worry about that with me. I kind of did a little bit of 180. I'm, uh, you know, look at me now. I grew up in the Baptist church, and I'm, I'm doing shows with drag queens and trans people and fucking gay people, and I'm enjoying it. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's whatever. I, I don't know how my folks feel about that shit. Um, I'm sure they're at, the, at least, like, annoyed by, by the diversity. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm kidding. We don't have to. We don't have to make this about my childhood. Just uh, your therapy, right? Um. Well, good. Uh, we just uh, we just had a an episode last night uh, where we were talking to a friend about Cafe Gratitude, which reminded me I went to Cafe Gratitude with you one time, mm-hmm. and then we went to a comedy show that I was hosting on, and I bombed my dick off. <laughs> And it hurt. It hurt bad for the normal reasons, but it also hurt worse because Carl was there. JD's dad. JD's dad, uh, from the community basically where I grew up in. So I knew in my mind, you know, I picture this. You go home and you're like, I went to see that Scarborough kid who does comedy. It turns out he doesn't. Yeah. Um, we didn't but that's, do any of that. But- yeah. JD, by the way, is, is one of the most naturally funny people I've ever met. He is. Right? He's ridiculously funny. Because a lot of people say they're funny mm-hmm. and try to be funny, but he he definitely is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. I ask him where he gets it from, he says, from me. Mm-hmm. And then I said, what do you say when mom asks you? He says, we got to get it from both of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um yeah, JD is uh I, I like JD's voice. He has a yeah, well you have a similar voice, uh, but his uh he's good to talk to. I'll uh, I'll call him up sometimes, uh, and talk to him over there in Taiwan. It's weird because it's always a different time. So if I you know um <coughs> if I call him during the day I get to see or at nighttime for us, daytime there, then I'll get to see 
Taiwan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, uh, if I'm talking to him at night, he's probably just chilling, having a beer or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, how long does it, like, how long did you drive to get here? It's two hours. Two hours? Yeah. Okay. Gosh. Wait, where are you at now? In Rockport. Okay. Like, I didn't you know, know that. exactly what that said. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, I, in my mind, I thought that you were uh, still uh, Big Lake area. Was that, or no, you. Yeah, we were in Big Lake. You were in Big Lake. City. Yeah. Because I always used to go uh, hang out with JD. Um up at he used to work at that convenience store in mount city mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. do you remember his motorcycle phase mm-hmm. did you discourage that uh not really no. i i remember and i still feel this way um i think that motorcycles in general are made for mentally ill people I want one. It's <laughs> that that doesn't help. Um, motorcycles, yeah. There's no uh, motorcycles are made to fill a void uh, through risk and uh, you know just like thrills, pr- primal thrills. Mm-hmm. You're saying it's like a penal compensation or something. Like I don't. Like well. <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know that I'd go that far. I think it's more of the the innate desire that human beings have to die now. <laughs> you, have you noticed that about human beings? We've been working uh, as hard as we can on how to destroy everyone at once, and we we finally have the tools to do it. It's and just we're doing it's that. just a gamble, you know. Is it going to be? Uh, uh, some sort of natural disaster, uh, or or you know global warming, whatever you want to call it, climate change, or is it going to be uh, nuclear war that somehow has to do with Hunter Biden's laptop? Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know. Yeah. Even the New York Times, uh, they admitted, yeah, we covered that up. We were afraid it would affect the election. Mm-hmm. Oh. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of people don't. When did that happen? Um, I mean, that was like a month ago. Oh, okay. That's okay. got to be a month ago. That wasn't like today. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, yeah. Like like I was saying before we turned the microphone on, we, uh, we're just, this podcast is just, we're a couple of disillusioned, uh, <laughs> Are you guys millennials? You yes, yes, absolutely millennials. millennials. We have slipped through the cracks of the fucking system, just like the Joker uh-huh. or something. Mm-hmm. We have slipped through the cracks like uh, the, that motherfucker from Taxi Driver. Uh, <laughs> not really. We, I don't I, we say outrageous I things. I, I'm positive about millennials for mm-hmm. some reason. I think you guys have an open-mindedness and um, view on the world that might possibly change the world if we can if we can make it through <clears throat> the dying off of mm-hmm. Gen X and, and all that's this is some interesting shit to talk about yeah I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up yeah so 
here's how I feel from from the other side. Um, I uh, I'm a negative guy in general. Uh, I try to have fun with it, you know. But when I think of our generation, I think of uh, yeah, I, I do think that we were dealt a, a shitty hand. It all it all happened too fast. It was an awkward time for us to uh, uh, be growing up. Like little bit of technology, you know, uh, but we weren't born, you know, with smartphones or anything like mm -hmm. that. Um, we were all kind of just told, like, yeah, you got to go to college. Everyone goes to college, and uh, you're going to be fucked if you don't. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And, you know, when we're 18, we're just kids and we're, well, fuck, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. and, you know, you, I, I don't know, maybe other people are more mature at 18. I shouldn't have been in charge of any money <laughs> or any sort of loans or anything like that when I was fucking 18. My you know? My daughter gave a valedictorian speech about that. Really? She said, I've only been around two decades. How, how can I make these kind of decisions? Yeah, could affect the rest of my life. And I I do listen to a lot of things about consciousness and and consciousness shifts, mm -hmm. and I think those are the kind of things that are going to matter, and those are the kind of right. things that you guys get mm -hmm. um, the success, uh, power, and hierarchy, and all those things that that are are kind of eroding and fading away, like. You know, my big deal is the church. Yeah. Which has been a big hierarchy, man-centered, man-controlled. Uh-huh. Um, but it seems that a lot of it's crashing now. Sure. A lot of it's coming to an end. It's even evangelical uh, right-wing churches are splitting down the middle. Yeah. One side's oh. Trump and one side's the one where you're going, what the hell are you guys doing? <clears throat> and well... So yeah, I, I but there's still consciousness is where we evolve, and that's when you guys shine way better than we do. Right. Um, the church is an interesting thing to look at for sure, uh, especially uh, from a political standpoint. Um, what were we saying about? Oh, we were talking about generations, uh, like millennials. I. What I was going to say, like, I didn't want to end on a positive note for us, <laughs> um, because I do think that a day will come when we have to answer for um, a lot of things. <coughs> what we've done to the English language, uh, the annoying expressions that we use, like, um, okay, you know, uh, so can we not? We did that. <laughs> and we can't ever take it back. It's in the public consciousness, <laughs> the public vocabulary. We did that. Yeah. Uh, we also have been very susceptible, I think, <clears throat> to, and, and this is coming from a leftist perspective. I, I, I like. I'm, I'm, a, I'm like a, a socialist guy. I, I like that stuff. That's my shit. Uh, but we also <clears throat> have been, as a generation, very susceptible to bullshit neoliberal uh, or just uh, really on-the-nose propaganda campaigns done by the Democratic Party and just uh, 
we're, we were suckers for a lot of shit, especially during the Trump years. Um, not to not to excuse anything Trump did, uh, but we, I mean, all we did was created outrage. Um, you know, there there wasn't any like positive change. We also we didn't really care about the facts with with Trump either. I don't think we were we justified it by he's a monster on Twitter, whatever. Um, you, you know, and and we all threw a big fucking fit, and I I participated yeah. in that as well um and we adopted ultimately what that culminates in is just this bullshit blue no matter who mentality um which i get like i i was a blue no matter who guy like during the the trump years like i i was like this is madness or whatever i don't feel that way now i feel um i feel like they got us again you know like yeah and it just it's it gets less and less uh, excusable every time the Democrats fucking drop the ball and fail to protect the American people or, or keep businesses here, like yeah. whatever it is. Um, so but the next next election maybe not be about blue or red yeah. at all. Maybe about women. Yeah. And and women may there may be the most women at the polls in the next election. That, that could be interesting. interesting. And I, I think it will be interesting. <clears throat> I, you know, it's, um, it did get ridiculous on both sides, not mm-hmm. just blue. The red, um, of course, was QAnon is the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. That people would believe things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know, it was a system created to see how gullible Trump supporters were right, and it worked. It <laughs> worked. We found out. We Do you feel out. like QAnon, uh, like, kind of seems like uh, might have been uh, funded or, or whatever created by the, the CIA or something like that? I don't know. There was there was a CIA agent, ex CIA agent, mm-hmm. that was one of the the inner circle guys, right? And I think he was just crazy. Yeah, you know. He made up the thing about adrenochrome and mm-hmm. and all of that, and there were just several opportunistic people, yeah, you know, around whoever created it, and they made money, and they they just wanted to see if it would work. And I've heard uh, I've heard someone say one time I don't, I don't remember who said this, but I I like it a lot as it pertains to those right wing conspiracy theories, uh, which are a problem, of course, uh, but. They ultimately they may they they serve the purposes of um, whatever you want to call it the feds the uh, central intelligence agency they like guys like Alex Jones and stuff like that like if Alex Jones isn't a CIA uh, operative they wish he was like they enjoy that because yeah. then. If you talk about anything else, Hunter Biden's laptop or whatever, like their connections in Ukraine or, um, you know, anything, uh, mm-hmm. even in the past, MK Ultra, uh, the JFK assassination, all that shit, they, um, they like that QAnon and shit like that exists because they can associate, yeah. oh, that's all yeah. that shit. Any, anytime yeah. you can, anything you paint the other side as 
the world's spinning down the tubes. Right. You know, we got to get our country back, and that's on either side. Sure. Mm-hmm. Anytime you can use a scapegoat like that. Right. To to make it more believable. Just like yeah. you know, Jeffrey Epstein, whatever mm-hmm. his name was. Since that was going on, then it's, it's easier to believe oh, yeah. all the other shit that um, they told about Hillary Clinton. And yeah. Yeah. Tom, um, what's his name? The movie star that's eating babies, and you know, all oh, Tom uh, Hanks. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. all that yeah. becomes more, much more believable when there's a, a real life example that's kind of like that. So well, I, I these... almost like got into it for a second. <clears throat> it was quarantine, uh-huh. and I was I I was just like out of curiosity. I was like, this has got to be a joke, and yeah. then you like, I found myself spiraling. I was like, oh my gosh, wait, could this actually happen? Uh-huh. And then I was like, okay, no, snap out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would call it otherizing, you know, mm-hmm. as long as you can otherize somebody else. Yeah. The enemy. Yeah. So Make them guilty by association. The conservative movement and the evangelical church has used um, something since the beginning of time. They, they like to have a John Wayne mm-hmm. type of leader. Yeah. Even if John Wayne, when he's the guy, yeah, isn't really, you know, just like Reagan. John Wayne, all those guys, they want that kind of image, but then they also want uh, the commies, mm-hmm. ISIS, somebody to hate. Yep. You know, and Christianity falls into that. We always have to have a devil mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. someone that's other, someone that we can be afraid of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have things like Black Wall Street that yeah. happens just because <clears throat> I'm afraid of a, a black kid that. Uh, I in love with a white girl. Sure. And I don't know what's going to happen with that. Yeah. So I get afraid and, and they're the other. They're, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting to think about, like, be, uh, because I, I, I do kind of subscribe to the belief that um, they, the powers that be use these culture war items to divide us and, you know. Uh, but I, I, I think that um, I, I I don't know what I've become more aware of because I used to I can't because I came from a right wing background, like I used to uh, understand, you know I've always understood that side of uh, the culture war stuff the the um, you know Southern Baptist uh, just very like pro Bush, anti abortion. Um, you know, anti-welfare, like, uh, all these things. Uh, and you'll even get some, like, kind of prosperity gospel shit uh, in a Southern Baptist church sometimes. Um, so I get that. But what my, like, during the pandemic, um, and just the way I currently view the world, uh, I've just become a lot more aware of how I've been hoodwinked by Democrats and uh, whatever, but CNN, establishment media, mm-hmm. shit like that. And they, I'm just, I'm so tired of people getting pissed off uh, when you bring up independent media or, or they, they, you know, they try to, oh, you f- like, what, a, yeah, you're independent, Glenn, Glenn Greenwald, whatever. Uh, you know, they, they do. They try to, they try to other you with that. And it's just like, I, I don't know, like, what's the alternative? Fucking CNN? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? The New York Times? These pla- these places are 
uh, completely dependent upon the worst corporations you can possibly think of. Fucking Chevron. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's a frustrating time, I think. What I see, um, we call it the desert, because it's a lot of, in my world, it's a lot of ex-pastors and ex-church people mm-hmm. out in the desert kind of trying to figure things out. What we notice, though, is they want to they wanna organize again. What's our new thing? Uh-huh. What's our new beliefs? What's our new church? Right, What's our right. new political party? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they, they do switch right over into, um, you know, a real progressive political stance mm-hmm. and of a certain uh, liberal uh, religious stance. Yeah. And they want to somehow, well, what's the rules? What's our creed? You know, what's our doctrinal statement? Sure. And how do we proceed? And, and that gives people comfort, but it's not, it's not, I think what you're getting at is it's not the real thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not what we're really after. What we're really after is a, a consciousness where where you and I can pursue can pursue our journey mm-hmm. and progress down the road. Progress, progressive is kind uh-huh. of the right word, but not in the sense that a lot of people use it. We mm-hmm. want to progress forward on our journey. We want to evolve in our consciousness. We want to do that together, knowing that my wife and I might have slightly different views, and that's yeah. okay. And that's okay to pursue each of those views uh, neither one of us is going to send everything spinning down the tubes just because we believe a little differently. Right. So, um, yeah. I still want to tell you my favorite joke sometime. Huh. Right now? Are you, do, you <laughs> yeah, have that, yeah. do you have that kind of confidence in this show? <clears throat> this is this is my favorite joke. So. Okay. <laughs> well. Either, either I don't know what's funny or... Well, we'll uh, we'll fa- we'll judge that for ourselves. Right? We'll fake a laugh either way. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy thought his wife had been cheating on him. So he lived in a New York City apartment. He came home. Sure enough, he sees this guy he knows from the apartment building running out of his building with his tennis shoes in his hand, and that's suspicious. So he, he he runs up the stairs. Sure enough, his wife's getting out of bed. It's like a studio apartment. Um, just one room, everything's in the same room. She's getting out of bed, getting dressed. So he runs to the window, and he sees this guy pacing underneath his window. So it's a studio apartment, right? Mm-hmm. So um, he takes the refrigerator, and he just scoots it over to the window. <laughs> and it's all he can do to get it out the window. And he shoves it out the window, lands on this guy, and the guy dies. He, at the same time, he's um, he has a bad heart. His heart gives out, so he dies. So they're all up in heaven or wherever, uh, seeing St. Peter, and they said, well, we're kind of over a quota. There's three guys there. And one of them, he says, tell us your story. Maybe one of you can go back. So the first guy said, well, you know, I just went home to get my tennis shoes. I was going to work out. I went to hail a cab, and I couldn't catch one, so I was waiting. I was a little anxious. I was pacing around, and that's the last thing I remember. <laughs> so the other guy says, well, I know my wife's been cheating on me, and I finally caught her. And so I went to push the refrigerator out the window, 
and there was such a strain on my Brad heart that I died. Had a heart attack or whatever. That's the last thing I remember. The other guy says, you know, I was just sitting inside this refrigerator, minding my own business. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That reminds me of a Norm McDonald or something. You know? Are you a Norm McDonald guy? You ever watch? I've watched him, yeah. Yeah. He was my favorite. watched special on George Carlin today. Um, oh, the on HBO? Mm -hmm. How was that? It's good. Yeah. Um, Carlin was someone that I was like really into when I was in college. You know, yeah. I was into Carlin and Louis C.K. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I don't know why I'm short of breath. You guys are exhausting. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit intense at times. Yeah, no, it's all right. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah. I want to know how I can be a comedian. I want to, want to go want and to do, the, do the open mic. Stand up. The first thing that you must do, my child, <laughs> is uh, you must, I'm going to give you some homework. Okay. you got to watch um, all of Aaron's videos. No. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, yes, you must give I've me $100. Dollars. Yeah. Wax on, wax off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you have to uh you have to watch the marvelous Miss Maisel. I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> of course you have. That's you're exactly who that show's for. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh now um and what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna go into it. Uh yeah, you gotta watch that and then you gotta watch Nanette. Um on Netflix, uh, and then you gotta watch uh, Rocky, one through four. <laughs> um, then you need to read the Communist Manifesto, <laughs> uh, and then after that, you need <laughs> you need to start smoking cigarettes. Start smoking. I know that's not a good idea health wise, <laughs> but uh, but. I think uh, I th I think that it will definitely make you funnier. <laughs> um, and if you're still if you if you're still wanting to do it after that, I'll send you a a, a spreadsheet that has various open mics in the Kansas City metro area. <laughs> Under my tutelage. Yes. So has Olivia ever been on stage? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Not for comedy. Oh, I'm just kidding. Is that another no, place she, I mean, go? maybe. I don't know. I, um, I don't know. No, yeah, there's I've a lot about her I haven't, I haven't learned yet. I know I didn't. I've sang on stage a few times. Yeah. Yeah. I've. You know, I've been to a strip club before. Have I don't. You? Not to brag. Have but, you? Huh? Which one? I I don't remember where it was. Where? It was. Uh, so I was. Was it the outhouse? I don't know. Maybe it might have been, because uh, it was in the Kansas City area somewhere, but it like not in Kansas City, um, and I was like twenty one, mm. uh, twenty one, twenty two. Probably I not. And I went for a bachelor party, um, which I I still don't understand that costume really. Yeah, it's kind of um, strange. <clears throat> Uh, not to, if your culture does that, <laughs> if you're an indigenous person and uh, you're your culture 
goes to strip clubs or something, that's fine. But I no, and it's just like <clears throat> the whole like I get like the the bachelor bachelorette party, but like it doesn't have to be like the girls do it too. It's like yeah. Let's go where hot guys are to look at hot guys. Like it's our last guys. fling yeah. before the ring, and I'm like, that's just seems so silly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I did a ba- I did a show for bachelors the other day, like a bachelor party, which don't ever do that. But <laughs> it, I mean, they pay me pretty good. Uh, but I went there, and it was like it was like ten dudes, and I. So I, I've, I, the more time goes on, the more I accept that there are going to be people out there that just don't like my show, you know? <laughs> um, and not to say that these guys all didn't like my shit, but I, I, I go over the top with a lot of things and I get that I can be a lot to handle. <laughs> um, but it's the only way I know how to do comedy. Like, I don't know how to... Like, you have to fucking <clears throat> say what you're thinking. You can't really worry too much. And you hope and pray that the goodness that's actually inside you will translate. <laughs> Not always the case, it's you know? <laughs> well, and, you know, like, I, I, I go in there with my fucking whatever. My crazy hair. My, my, um, my anarchist... Uh, vibes or whatever and they're all like tech guys and shit like that and i i was just i could feel like i went over the line (laughs) several times like i got a lot i got laughs out of them yeah you know but like i could tell some of them were like which one did the worst which did the worst um i mean i i was trying to so they told me ahead of time like do like be as edgy as you want because they were because everyone thinks that they're like you know like fucking yeah uh, but not everyone wants that and no. they don't know that they don't want that. but so the 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 groom was uh like i think he's indian okay and like he's a brown guy and i i was doing crowd work and i was like so someone said someone's in the was in the military, uh, and he was like, he raised his hand, and I was like, which one? And it was just fucking dead silence. <laughs> like, oh. uh, yeah, and I haven't. How he, did you recover from that? I mean, I just, just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Who's ready for a lap dance? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I was like, I, I don't know. I said something else that didn't get very much. Like, I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, bachelor party, last night to be gay together. <laughs> I don't think they found that humorous either. Yeah. I wish I would have filmed it at this point. I forgot. How I wish you would have. That would have been uh, so good. So I want yeah. you to do a joke about grandpa names. The grandpa names. Do you know names? about this shit? Uh, no. But, so I was trying to, you know, I was getting excited about being a grandparent. So I, uh, I can't wait to be a grandparent so I can be called grandpa. Yeah. Know? That was meaningful to me. And then my wife said, no, you're not going to be called grandpa. 
you know, like Papa. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm Mimi and you're Papa. Yeah. I have a friend uh. who's Doodah. Dude. <laughs> uh, it's always so gross. Yeah. It's like, Dude, it's torture because you force a child to, like, when they grow up, someday they're going to be an adult saying, like, I'm going to see Cuckoo tonight. Cuckoo that, that was my grandpa's name. Cuckoo. 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 And then uh, his wife, my grandmother, was Grandmommy. Which is just so The first gross time to say. you said grandmommy, I was like, I can still leave. Yeah. I yeah. can still get out. I felt like in Seinfeld with the puppy shirt. I don't want to wear a puppy shirt. Right. I don't want to be papa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I be. Yes, the puffy shirt. I forgot about that episode. That's a good one, though. I don't know. I just called my grandma. My grandma, grandma, my grandpa, grandpa. Yeah. Oh, that's like, good. We kept it See, simple. That's good. Sometimes you're, you know, like you. They can't say the name. Yeah. yeah. So instead of Granny, they say yeah. Nanny. My, yeah. My grandma was named Nanny, mm -hmm. but my grandpa was named Joe. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we didn't assign names before yeah. they were even born. Right. Yeah. Even though you're going to call them Cuckoo. Or <laughs> yeah. Or... Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't. I, I mean, someday, maybe, if our, if uh, Olivia and I's uh, child decides to have children, yeah. or mm -hmm. is able, you know. Well, we're going to have a few, so. Yeah, yeah. Chances are, are good. But yeah, we'll probably. Let's hope. Yeah, but I'm not doing no peepaw shit. <laughs> I'll fucking I'll hit a bitch. Peepaw. I'll be like. I'm from a different era, motherfucker. Bam. I'm your granddaddy. I'm your granddaddy, but I will respect your pronouns. Ha! I'll hit you, but not in a traumatic I'll way. Hit just, I'll hit them. I'll just box your ears. Hit they. Hit her. Hit, yeah. We have a friend of our children that's a they. Yeah. Um, it's different. It's really it, have you slipped up in front of them? I don't think she cares. My wife is really conscious of You don't it. think they care? Well, I think they care, they care but they, <laughs> they've given us a pass. They've given us a pass because we're old people. Uh, you know, uh, say, yeah, yeah, that is good. They'll say, it's okay. I sure hope our fans do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dox Carl tonight. Uh, uh, that would be great. Yeah. Just Carl gets hate mail. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, they went from Emily to M to Emmett. You know, Emmett. And, and ah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's great. I've slipped up. Um, I've slipped up so many times. Like, like, it's. It, but I, I find that most of them are uh, understanding of that. Like, actually. Yeah. People are. Yeah. It's unless, in my opinion. You're it's just being like mean about it and yeah. doing it on purpose. In my opinion, it's not. It's not them you gotta worry about. It's them fucking allies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the allied for forces. Up for no, them. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, you know, I'm an ally. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> um. Yeah. That's uh. There's lots of. I have a bit about that. Um, and I'm not going to do it, but, uh, it, I think my bit about it is really good, but 
it, I at a comedy festival I was at like a month ago or something. Um, I noticed that there was a lot of bits about uh, different bits, you know, not the same. And everyone's going to have bits about the same shit, of course. Um, but that is a very common thing right now, and it, it goes like a lot of mm. comics who are non-binary or trans, like they're they're going to do that for sure. And but then. There's guys like me who just like enjoy yeah. creating tension, um, and that's <laughs> all it is. Uh, and then you know, there's everyone has a bit Which about bit? Um, about uh, my uh, my identity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think I heard that. I'm sorry. Got all the initials. They're adding so many that you're eventually going to get taken Inducted. into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yes i'm glad that had the the star uh, the carl chuckle <laughs> stamp of approval you look a little nervous Ugh, i'm so glad you drove here <laughs> that's what this was all about <clears throat> yeah i don't know man um so you said uh are you are you are you like working right now? I'm not not working. I yeah. stroke in January. So right. I'm um, going through rehab and vocational rehab and yeah. like that to try to get back to working capacity, I guess. Yeah. I can walk really well. My hand is eventually coming back. Yeah. Yeah. But it still doesn't work like it used to. Sure. I get that typing. Really fast. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, hopefully in July. Yeah. That's what I'm shooting for. Have you? I bet you've been writing a lot. I have. I, I use my phone mm -hmm. and write with a voice. Oh, really? Texter and then correct it and go to the laptop. And yeah. Have some software that helps a little bit with that. Sure. That's, nice. That's probably not a bad way to write after you get used to it either. It's not not bad at all. There's a software called Dragon. Yeah, that makes it pretty easy on the computer, but the phone uh, has a drawer, so yeah. it works pretty well. You uh, you're still still a a, a a Android truther, huh? Not necessarily, but that's what I have. I have a <laughs> I'm phone. kidding. I you know I I <laughs> I used to be. Yeah. I don't care. You know, I think I th I have respect for people who don't have a phone. You know. Yeah. Like, or just have a flip phone. That's, I think that's how we're meant to be. That was peak mm -hmm. human existence. It was the Star Trek idea. Yeah. Right. Wait, uh, did the idea of the smartphone originate on Star Trek? Well, the Star Trek communicators were basically flip phones. Yeah. They were, they looked exactly like flip phones. Really? And we thought <clears throat> that could never happen. Yeah. That's futuristic. And it's like magic. Wow. Now only the old farmers carry a flip phone. Sure. Yeah. 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 Everyone. Well, they need us to have smartphones. You know, the <laughs> the powers that be. They they need yeah. us to have it. And when I say the powers that be, I mean those 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 bastard corporations <laughs> that control everything. Um, People complain about that, but I like that. I like the the it's intuitive and the Oh, the advertising? Yeah. 
I get that it makes sense, but it's just like we're just such fucking consumers that we just like we always have to have like fucking products mm -hmm. in front of our and we enjoy it we just like oh mm -hmm. fuck amazon yeah. like it's so it makes me so mad when i catch myself just being mm -hmm. a, a person mm -hmm. you know yeah. but it and they've they've successfully like implemented it into all demographics all ages everything see i'm pretty good with mine i used to be so addicted to my phone and then i just kind of stopped yeah and I'm, I just, I have That's no good. desire. Do you put it away from you? I feel like I don't need to. Yeah. Like some people at work talk about how they just can sit on their phone for hours. Uh-huh. The doom scroll. It's that doesn't insane. happen to me. And it, I'm you know, glad. social media, when you're, you're creating content and shit like that, which is a phrase that I hate saying, um, when you're creating content... Um, okay. <laughs> uh, but it rewards psychopaths. Uh, it, I mean, so you're, you're, you're going to be well off if a couple of things, like if you are a psycho and that's all you care about and you study and like fucking post intentionally and all that shit, mm -hmm. you're going to blow up on social media probably. Um, or you could just be, uh, have a good ass. <laughs> you know right. it, yeah. everything ass is everywhere it's just like a fucking ass and I know I sound like a fucking incel right now but mm -hmm. ass is everywhere mm -hmm. and it's fine I like it ass is good I'm an <laughs> I'm an yeah, ass man fair. yeah but where does it end mm -hmm. yeah. everything is based on ass <laughs> ass is currency I'm I'm committed to having a good argument on, on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my dream. Yeah. <laughs> well, post post this get, podcast. I think I'm getting closer. Yeah. Yeah. And people are especially when you get around religion and things that I like to argue about. Uh -huh. It's real hard to get a rational. Oh discussion. yeah. Fuck yeah. But no. I want to get there. I want to block enough people. And have enough discussions where we'll finally have a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have one that's productive and that accomplished something. On your uh, Facebook group, where are most of those people that you're referring to coming from? The, a lot of them are coming out of uh, evangelical Christianity. Right. So, but how did they, are they fans of your writing? Um where well, it's it's mostly you know most of the desert people that we talk about would be like ex evangelicals ex pastors mm -hmm. um, ex people in those circles, but then that kind of accidentally pulls with it the people coming to save you, you know yeah and okay to say you know you're in danger you're obviously sliding down a slippery slope right. You're you're in trouble, and I I need to rescue you. Yeah, and then we get uh, the most annoying people are uh, theological professors mm -hmm. that just want to call everybody stupid and say you know we're not even arguing now. Right. You know, so um, I think you know it's my son JD would say just don't do it at all. Right. But I I still want to believe we can have good dialogue at some point. Some sure. Point, somewhere. Mm -hmm. Right. And 
think we're always still kind of kind of clawing at that, right? Um, you know, it's hard. It's hard to get there, uh, especially with what you were talking about before, when people just migrate into groups and write yeah. their creed and defend their creed. Sure. You tell me the podcast was fun. It's supposed to be funny, so I don't keep dragging it back into a series. <laughs> no, that's that's I, fine. I knew. Uh, I don't know it. I I have trouble. Um, I have trouble just having peaceful conversations. I think I always go to this. It always ends up at the same place for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm sorry. JD is the same way. We talk to him on the weekends, and, uh-huh. and it's usually a two-hour discussion. Uh-huh. And at some point, I get tired because him and his, his mom are just into the, you know, intense. Right. I hate the way the world's going and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. They're more apt to, to migrate over into how can we fix it? You know, and how that's can we get better? that's good. Mm-hmm. You we need be, uh, people like you. We don't need more of me's. People that's for sure. Have strokes because. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Well, I think uh, I think we've done our duty to the the, the good people of National Prayer Breakfast. Um, Carl, is uh, what uh, what would you like to people to do to follow you and uh, support you? I have a website called carlforehand.com it's carl with a k and forehand like a tenant mm-hmm. and it kind of points to everything i do i've written since i kind of went into my midlife crisis writing thing i've written uh actually published four books I've got another one coming out the one coming out in august is about um leaving church yeah getting outside of religion and thriving out there called Out Into the Desert. That would be released in August. So Laura and I wrote about not only kind of an evaluation of organized religion, but also our story of what we went through uh-huh. inside. Um, so anyway, we have a podcast, Facebook group, and so on called The Desert Sanctuary. The Desert Sanctuary. So, nice. Indeed. Yeah, check out Carl. Um it is it is very interesting stuff. Uh, you've heard, uh, you know, you've heard him talk today, so you know that already. You know, he's a good dude, friend of the show, and we're also friends with his son JD, who's in Taiwan, and he's doing the Lord's work, which is which is giving people an alternative news source, so they don't have to go crawling to the fucking Washington Post. It's been compromised. The Post is over. Wake up. Stop looking at the post. Fuck them. All right, we're out. <laughs>